Welcome to Legally Groomed Positive Cash Flow. This podcast's focus is towards the pet grooming industry, but other small businesses may also benefit. Whether you are looking to start your own pet grooming business or you have been in business for many years, my goal is to help you scale your business, save money and taxes, and create a business that grows your wealth. Consider this podcast as that spoonful of sugar which can help the medicine go down. My name is Chris Lights. I am an enrolled agent specializing in helping small businesses with their taxes and accounting needs. My mission is to empower you through the knowledge to create that positive cash flow in your day-to-day business activities. Remember, the information we share is for educational purposes only, not individual tax advice. Now that we got that out of the way, let's start the show. Welcome to this week's podcast, and we are going to be talking about LLCs. What is an LLC? That's a limited liability company. And what this means is that the members are not personally responsible. It's considered a separate entity. LLCs are actually taxed on a pass-through basis. So all the profits are going from the business to each of the members on their tax returns. Now, there are some questions. So I have a few general questions, and then I have the answers for them that will help you understand a little bit more because this is an issue that I found that has come up frequently on my Facebook group where people are not actually understanding what an LLC, what it does, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I'm going to start with the quest, some questions, and then I'm going to talk about some pros and cons, and hopefully this will give you a better idea. So one of the first questions is, is an LLC, a limited liability company, the same thing as a corporation? Now it does offer some benefits of a corporation, but they are actually two different types of business entities and are not the same thing. So one of the things is that you do want to learn the differences between both LLCs and corporations. So what's the point of having an LLC? So an LLC is a business structure that you set up within your state. It is not a federal entity. It is a separate entity from its owner. So unlike a sole proprietor where everything flows to them, all the responsibility, all debts, liabilities, etc. flow to the sole proprietor. When you have an LLC, it can protect some of your personal assets, whereas a sole proprietor, that may not be possible. Often the reason why people may choose to have an LLC would be if they have personal property that they want to protect. For instance, their home, their savings, etc. Now this is pretty much a limited liability against business debts. But there are some business debts or business issues where an LLC just not necessarily going to help you. If there's any kind of negligence or where you're sued, an LLC is not going to help you there. That's why it's really important that you have other types of insurance. For example, having a business liability insurance. And if you are like a home salon, you want to have homeowners insurance as well. So some of these things will need to be taken into consideration as well as an LLC. 
So there's an LLC to protect you from the IRS. Okay, so for state purposes, an LLC is a business that is separate from its owner, like I mentioned, such as there are some like LLC accent which can be protected like for bankruptcy and some lawsuits. But for federal tax purposes, an LLC is disregarded as separate from its owner. Therefore, it is liable for taxes. Now, if you are a single member LLC, you would be taxed like a sole proprietor. You would be filing a Schedule C. You'll be including your income and all your expenses, and then you'll pay self-employment tax on your net income as well as income tax. If there's more than one member for the LLC, then it defaults to a partnership. The way that the IRS knows that it is a multi-member LLC is that when you apply for a employee identification number, the EIN, you're letting them know how many partners there are. And when you get the EIN and you'll get a letter and they'll say that they are expecting the form 1065 for partnerships unless you are doing the S-Corp election. And we are going to be talking about S-Corp elections in a couple of weeks. I have often, you know, been asked, I have an LLC. Do I file a separate business tax return? And the answer is, it depends. If you did the S-Corp election or there's more than one member, it's quite possible, yes, you may have to do a separate tax return for the business. But again, if you are the only member, then you file just as you would if you're a sole proprietor when you're filing your 1040. So what did it cost to start with an LLC? Since it's set up with each state, you really have to check through there. It can be anywhere between like $40 to $500 to take care of that state filing fee. And then you also have to consider that every year or every other year, you may also need to do a annual report, a report every two years where you have to pay a fee to the state. Now, how can you set up an LLC? Well, you can hire a professional LLC formation service. I use my company works. I've used them for the last five years and I have referred them. There's a small fee and they will help you with getting the LLC done within your state and then you would pay the state registration fees. Now, an LLC will need to have an EIN. This is because it is a separate entity and you want to make sure that this is so an LLC will need to have an EIN as it is a separate entity. Now, if it is in your intention to eventually hire employees, or you think that you will definitely down the road do a S corp, because you do see the promise of a lot more income and you're looking to possibly save on taxes, you might want to look into the LLC. But so I usually don't suggest going right into an L, uh, so I usually don't suggest going right into an S Corp unless one, unless you have more than one member, then I would definitely suggest instead of doing the partnership do the S-Corp, and I'm going to go over partnerships next week. Now, some of the pros and cons of limited liability, I wanted to go over that. Let's start with the pros. So you have the flexibility of being taxed like a sole proprietor, 
because you're a disregarded entity, partnership, an S-corporation, or even a C-corporation. You can form an LLC with as little as one person, but you can also have unlimited number of members. You have the flow through income tax, flow through income tax keeping things a little bit simpler and members are protected from some liability of the company when it runs into some legal issues and debts and members can receive revenues and write off forfeitures that are larger than their individual ownership percentage now some of the negatives is as an llc member you cannot pay yourself wages unless you are taking the S-Corp election. And in order to do the S-Corp election, you have to file a Form 2553 with the IRS. If you haven't done that, and it's a very active step, then you are not a S-Corp, and then you cannot pay yourself any wages. And this goes whether you are a single member or you are a multi-member within a partnership. There can be high renewal fees or publication requirements depending on your state. I know that with California, they have a minimum $800 that you have to pay every year. So you want to make sure that that is done. And that is outside of the income tax that you would pay. Along with this, this also is that many states have a franchise tax, which like I get just said with California, which can be anywhere from that flat fee of like $800 to an amount based on the company's revenue. Now, investors may be more likely to put their money into a corporation versus an LLC, which can make it a little bit more difficult to raise any kind of financial capital. And unless you are running the LLC alone, the ownership of the business is spread across its members. This can be a pro as well. Now, my suggestion is that before you jump into the LLC is to look at your state. There are some states that have a little bit more complexity to their rules. I mean, I will name four right off, but you should check with your own. Massachusetts, which many people called Taxachusetts. They have a lot of different taxes. You definitely want to look there. New York, again, they may have special requirements. So I would look on there what they require. And Texas and California. And I work with a lot of clients in Texas and in California. For Texas, what is required is that by May 15th of every year, when you're an LLC, you need to file a franchise tax return. Now, there really is no tax unless your gross receipts are greater than $1 million. But there is a filing requirement. And if you don't file on time, it's possible that you can use your LLC. There's actually two components. One is the online filing, and then there's a form that you need to send in every year, which is to like a, a public register that you are still working as an LLC. In California, well, for those of you in California, you already know, but you do have that $800 that is the minimum for every year. I haven't really seen any of my clients get above the $800, but the thing to remember is that you need to pay that within the year. So we're in year 2022. So if you haven't paid your $800 to California for 2022, you are going to see that as an amount owed when you file your taxes, as well as the fact that you'll have to 
pay the eight hundred dollars for twenty twenty three and that is due pretty much as an estimated payment on April fifteenth of twenty twenty three. I hope that these answers have helped with you some of your questions. LLCs are a good thing to have. I have two actually and I think that it does give a certain professional look as well but you really need to check where you are in what state and what other items may be required. One of the things I do want to say is that you do want to do the LLC in the state you are in. Don't look to do a state where they are saying that there lacks rules because if you for example you can file an LLC in Nevada, Wyoming, Delaware, and stuff like that. And that's fine if you are kind of outside the country and you're living in the United States and you are in another state. You may find yourself still having to pay fees or having to file special issues. Like California, if you're a resident in California, it doesn't matter where you do the LLC you are still going to have special filing required. So I would not just jump into a doing a limited liability company set up in another state. If you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I will have my information in the description below. And I wish you a wonderful week. And next week, we are going to talk about partnerships as well as qualified joint ventures, which is a partnership between two spouses with no other members and the special rules regarding that. And there will be some issues I'll be going over again with married couples that have an LLC in a community property state because there are some rules for that as well. Thank you. so much for joining our podcast today. Are you looking for more tax and accounting help for your grooming business? Are you feeling a little adrift at everything that you need? Do you want to start out on a positive foundation or possibly fix your foundation? First, contact me at legallygroom.com and check out my website. I invite you to join our Facebook group, Tax Issues for Self-Employed Groomers. We are a lively group that work as a community and you will not feel judged for your questions. I try where I can to provide examples when sometimes just seeing the numbers can help. Don't forget to follow the Legally Groomed Podcast, Positive Cash Flow, and listen as you groom. Click the link above.